Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Warning this is a true crime podcast and is not suitable for all audiences. Please use discretion. This is the second part of a two-part episode. If you haven't listened to the first instalment, please go back to follow along. Noah's mother, Fiona, not only had to endure the loss of her 14-year-old son in highly suspicious circumstances, but she also had to endure countless rumours and speculation from locals and conspiracy theorists surrounding his death. So Fiona, her sister Neve, and a team of people who call themselves Noah's Army started their own investigation. And this is what they found. I'm Naomi Channel, and this is Real. In August 2022, two years after Noah Donoghue went missing, thousands of people turned out in Belfast to protest for justice for Noah. Here is Fiona, Noah's mother. We see on our social media every day the support, every day the support that we have, but they see people come out today this is Noah's army and I and Noah are so and Neve we are so grateful to every single person standing here in this heat today for Noah Local MP John Finucane also spoke at the demonstration We gather to show that Fiona and her family do not stand alone that when she fights for the answers she deserves through our legal system, she knows and everyone knows that there are so many who stand with her and support her. Martin, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King famously spoke that the arc of the moral universe is long, but it, it, it tends towards justice. Fiona, your journey has already been too long, but we are all with you, supporting you to ensure it bends towards truth 
and it bends towards justice. Thank you very much. So what were they protesting for? Well, Fiona and her solicitors wanted all of the documents relating to Noah's case. They'd submitted an application for all the documents that were put together for Noah's inquest and submitted it to the PSNI, which stands for the Police Service of Northern Ireland. But the decision was made to withhold some of the documentation. Why? Well, the coroner said that it was not, quote, of central relevance and that releasing it would create a real risk to the public. People who were left to speculate that this could indeed feature information about some of the loyalist paramilitary groups residing in the area that Noah went missing from. The police echoed that it would damage national security interests. So just to recap, this is in regards to a 14-year-old boy found dead in suspicious circumstances. I sincerely hope that none of you listening have ever had to go through the trauma that Fiona's had to deal with. But if we can just again put ourselves in her shoes for a second, talk of national security and information being a risk to the public, when talking about the documents in relation to your child's death and inquest must feel so tragically surreal. The official statement regarding these documents was released by Justice Humphreys, who said, quote, Disclosure of the redacted material would give rise to a real risk of serious harm to the public interest. The representatives of the next of kin can be assured that nothing that has been redacted shows any kind of third-party involvement in Noah Donoghue's death nor that it would suggest there's been a cover-up in the course of the investigation. A public petition to release the documents in full was signed by over 300,000 people. This was a huge blow for Fiona and her supporters. In the last episode, we left off at the preliminary inquest, where a leading psychiatrist had written a report that stated that they believed Noah had died by suicide the police were convinced that Noah had died without any third-party involvement, leaving suicide and misadventure as the only viable possibilities. So what was the reasoning behind their theory that it was suicide? Nothing we heard in the first episode gave any indication that Noah was struggling. Well, they said that an analysis of Noah's text messages and his internet search history had led them to believe that Noah was struggling with his sexuality. A narrative that was being pushed by the courts indicated that Noah had been bullied at school. They'd found the word gay scribbled several times in one of his workbooks over pages dated March 2020, just before lockdown. Now, if I had a pound for every time I heard the word gay, being used as a slur when I was at school, well, I wouldn't be needing to work. It was a horrible thing and should never have been used. But remembering that it was used towards people who weren't gay and there was no reason for them to say that word, it just seems quite loose. So were there other indicators 
in their analysis. There were reportedly some text messages that Noah sent to his friends about coming out, but an investigator working for the family said they were more in the context of, are you coming out? As in to physically go outside and meet. Fiona stated publicly that she didn't believe her son was struggling with his sexuality and that he'd grown up in an environment where there were same-sex couples in their lives. And she said she taught him to be proud of who he was, no matter what that was. Then there was direct communication made between Noah and a controversial Canadian psychologist and author called Jordan Peterson. Jordan describes himself as a conservative, often engaging in conspiracy theories and pseudofacts that refer to claims or statements that are not actually true but are believed to be true by many people. Jordan's very popular. He has over 7.5 million followers on YouTube alone. He appears to be very influential, and Noah was a huge fan of Jordan's. Fiona had brought Noah Jordan's best-selling book. It was titled 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote for Chaos, and that book was in Noah's backpack on the day he went missing. In some of Jordan's YouTube videos, he makes references to the biblical figure Noah, and it was then discovered that on the day Noah went missing, Noah had contacted an Instagram account that he believed to be Jordan's. Jordan's team were contacted by the police and they tried but failed to find any communication between the official accounts of Jordan and Noah and they were told it must have been a fake account. What exactly was on those messages has either A never been seen or B never been released. But there were a few other things of note to mention. Noah's search history that was discovered when his laptop was recovered showed a lot of searches that related to the Bible. On the day Noah went missing, his internet searches included some ancient biblical terms, including Tree of Mora, which is said to have been a place where messages would be received from God. The word Bethel, where Abraham found a ladder to heaven. Najiv, a desert where it was said people would develop techniques to converse water and the land of Ai, which was conquered by the Israelites. On the morning of the day that Noah went missing, Jordan Peterson released a new podcast episode titled Sodom and Gomorrah, which detailed transformations in human beings, being like baptism and returning to water, the source of life. These were not the average search terms of a 14-year-old boy, but his friends and family said that part of Noah's charm was his ability to be philosophical, as well as being well-read. In the weeks leading up to his death, his mother had informed his school that his mood wasn't as good as usual, and a few of his friends said he had told them that he felt a bit blue, and actually cancelled a social gathering, telling them he wanted to be on his own to think. There were reports that he had sent other text messages to friends that were quite profound. Things like, ask yourself if you are truly happy with the things in your life. This particular message was sent at 2am in the morning, three days before his death. But Noah was also an exceptional student, 
He got straight A's and he wanted to study medicine, so it's hard to know how to interpret his actions. Something else happened on the day that Noah went missing, but his mother Fiona was only told about it two and a half years after he died. And that was that in the early hours of the morning on the day of his death, Noah was caught on CCTV sneaking out of the house. Noah had left his home at 3.30am on the day he went missing. He had been caught on CCTV wearing a t-shirt, shorts, flip-flops and he was carrying a pair of headphones. He was out of the house for 35 minutes and his mother slept through his secret trip out of the house and had no idea that this had happened until the police told her two and a half years later. At the time Noah left the house in the early hours, it was pouring with rain. When he was captured coming back at 4.05am, he no longer could be seen with any flip-flops or with his headphones. Alarmingly, it came to light that the police had this footage the whole time and never told Fiona about her son's secret trip. They had asked her if Noah had ever snuck out before, during the week that he went missing, but she said that he hadn't, and that there was only one key. The doors in their apartment would squeak, and she was confident that if he had snuck out, she would have heard. But sadly, she'd been mistaken. Now, this is so concerning here, the fact that this had not been made public, and the police were holding this back because it meant the police missed out on potential witnesses who may have seen Noah that morning. Whether it was a random walk out in the rain, a meeting with someone or multiple people, this could have been connected to his final trip that he took later that day. Up until this date in 2024, the PSNI have only disclosed part of Noah's journey that morning an application for all of the CCTV footage from the area has been submitted by Fiona and her legal team. It's unclear if they have all the footage that shows where he ended up, or just partial footage. When Noah arrived back to their apartment, he sent a text to one of his friends that said, quote, Divine Comedy, LOL. It's not been made clear if the friend who received this message knew what that meant. But the investigators that are working for Fiona Donoghue have said that they are speculating. Divine Comedy is a band from Northern Ireland. It's also an Italian narrative poem by a 13th century writer called Dante Alighieri and is considered one of the greatest works of Western literature. Noah was incredibly smart, well-read and a deep thinker, so this could be a possibility. Jordan Peterson has also spoken about Divine Comedy in some of his content. And there is also a computer game called Dante's Inferno, Divine Comedy. There has been speculation regarding what the messages could have meant, but ultimately 
it's clear that no one truly knows what he meant or why he went out in those early hours of the morning. Well, no one who's come forward anyway. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There were two things of note that happened last year. One was the arrest and charge of a loyalist paramilitary called William Miller Logue, known as Billy but the arrest was not to charge him with anything relating to Noah's death, but it was because Billy had latched onto Fiona's grief and launched a despicable and vile online hate campaign against her. I've seen some of the posts that he wrote, which include vile racist language, and frankly the fact he wasn't jailed really sums up just how ridiculous our justice system is. He was ordered to pay Fiona £500 compensation. The other thing that happened last year was a bit more mysterious. Someone spray-painted some graffiti on a wall in Belfast. The graffiti, which was sprayed in white, read Noah, Mount Vernon, 10th floor, murdered, bathtub. For context, Mount Vernon is next to Shaw Road, one of the last locations Noah was seen on CCTV and close to where he was found in the storm drain. Next to the wall were two pieces of paper with a name and address on them. A postcard with an image of the Crown Bar in Belfast and a blue teddy bear were also found at the scene. The police said they were looking into it. This could be another cruel hoax, but at this stage, Fiona and her team want every lead followed up. And I think we can all understand that. Fiona arranged another protest, which took place outside the PSNI headquarters, asking them to release the files that they continue to hold back in Noah's case. The ones the police say would cause a risk to public safety. The second was Fiona reaching out to Donal McIntyre. You might have heard his name. He's a criminologist, a filmmaker and a journalist who's been involved in a string of high-profile investigations. And she asked him for help. And together, they came up with this plan. It's three years since the full tragedy of Noah Donoghue unfolded since the discovery of his body after he went missing for six days. The truth about what happened is still elusive. There's been a huge amount of disinformation, rumour and conjecture. About six months after his death, I was contacted by Noah's family and asked to put together a team of independent international experts who had come here to Belfast and try and analyse and examine and try to explore and search for the truth to the Noah Donoghue story. 
they've been here, they've done their work, we need more of their time and we need to work hard and get a fund together to help support this thorough, independent, international investigation into the circumstances around Noah Donahue's death. Dino started a crowdfunder where members of the public could donate to a private investigation. Almost £180,000 was raised and together with a team of experts, he's been working on the case and providing bite-sized pieces of information on the case via social media. He's also making their journey into a documentary that will be released after the inquest, which is scheduled to happen in September 2024. It's said that it's going to last around six weeks. The inquest will likely bring up everything that's been referenced in this podcast, as well as a lot more information that so far has been kept secret. But this inquest is so important, not just for Fiona and Neve, but for everyone who knew and loved Noah. The circumstances surrounding his death are tragic and mysterious, and there's a strong feeling amongst the public that not everything has been considered by the police and that the investigation has been flawed. There are only three real possibilities. That Noah died by suicide, misadventure or murder. Fiona is not alone. She has 120,000 people on her Facebook group who are behind her in her mission to get to the truth about her son's death. If you'd like to join... It can be found by searching My Noah Donahue on Facebook. I will do an update on this case in the future, likely after the inquest, because if you're like me, you will truly be invested in this case. Until then, I want to let Fiona tell you more about her son Noah. Well, I know my Noah is like now everybody's Noah, and I'm... I'll gratefully share everything about my Noah so that people can get to know him because he was such an amazing boy. And the, these social media accounts, I don't, um, don't know much about social media, but it's a way for people to learn more about Noah because they've taken him into their hearts. And no. Yeah, he wasn't perfect. He he had socks lying on the ground. It took him, like, it could have taken him 10 hours to tie his shoelace if I didn't keep prodding him. But, and his humour, he's just such a funny boy. And it's just keeping, making him even more real to people because he's so alive in my heart. He's so around me constantly. And I just need people to see what time they invested in searching for him and wanting answers and and oh gosh it's just it's 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 a platform for nobody sing out and he couldn't sing he was in he was in the choir he was such an enthusiastic wee boy he had a note in his head but my god he, he really gave everything to life and that's why i want people to they just give as much as they can to keep till we get answers. It's all about getting the answers. If anyone listening 
has any information that might help Fiona get to the truth and figure out what happened to her son, then please call Crime Stoppers, get in touch with the Belfast Police, or you can contact Noah's mother's solicitors. I'll put the details in the show notes. Instead of the usual real theme tune, I'd like to play us out with this song. It's written by a singer and songwriter called Damien Quinn. It's called Remember My Noah. I'll include the link to the song and to Fiona's Facebook group also in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a really hard one to do. It's really got under my skin. As I've mentioned, they all do. But I think it's the pain from one mother to another that I can just feel It's really penetrated and I really hope that Fiona will get the answers that she so needs at the inquest later on this year. I'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, I've been Naomi Channel and this has been Real. No answers, we have nothing An innocent child on a bicycle died Let this be not forgotten Remember my Noah He left his home for to spend Some time with all his friends To Caval Country Park He was bound But somewhere along the way He mysteriously disappeared And it's now that many questions must be answered A young son died and his mother cried No answers, we have nothing An innocent child on a bicycle died Let this be not forgotten Remember my Noah It was six days till he was found They say that he had drowned In a storm drain In a spot to North Belfast These questions still remain How he got into that train For his family's sake We need to know the truth A young son died and his mother cried No answers, we have nothing An innocent child on a bicycle died Let this be not forgotten Remember my Noah I'm Noah Donahue We will remember you For your family and your friends We'll seek the truth A bright and loving child We will not forget your smile With the angel
angels now in heaven rest in peace. A young son died and his mother cried, no answers, we have nothing. An innocent child on a bicycle died, let this be not forgotten. Remember my Noah, remember my Noah. 